and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Mary and Brian, and this is episode 230. And we are film or recording in the same spot. We never really do this. We have one microphone between us, and so... So the volume might be a little different yeah. than you experience, but... Hopefully not. We've hopefully been testing. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it's still somewhat understandable. Not too loud, not too quiet. Yes. So, uh, Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh... You know, the big news is, of course, uh, we've been... We moved. We moved. We both moved from our apartments into one joint apartment. So we are doing this podcast from the dining room table. <laughs> yep. With the mic evenly positioned between the two of us. So hopefully, once again, this, this sounds good. Uh, and other news, I went to my first baby shower ever. Uh, my, my supervisor's having a kid, and he invited all of us to uh show up well, it was a work it was a work it was, baby it was a work baby shower yeah. it, was, it was a lunch baby shower so this is <laughs> it wasn't like their personal no, friends no, and family no, no, no. this isn't wasn't on on their time this is on our time <laughs> uh so that was pretty cool we got to play a couple traditional baby shower games i guess i didn't know these were traditional i thought it was just very interesting games one of them was we basically tried a bunch of baby food, and we're like, "Oh yeah, I remember that as a baby." Did you actually? <laughs> you tried to you tried to guess like no, what, but did you actually it? remember? No, I think the only baby food I could get was like if I just was to try the baby food, like with my eyes closed, would be like the baby hot dogs. <laughs> no, but I mean, saying, do you remember eating those as a baby? Because I don't. I don't remember, remember eating anything yeah. except for the baby hot dogs. I do remember the baby <laughs> hot dogs. Those are those are some good hot dogs. They're probably the same material that regular hot dogs. It's are probably just of. yeah, miniature just, hot just dogs. Mini. So, you know, if you ever uh, need to go grilling and you're out of real hot dogs, throw a little baby <laughs> hot dog. On. There's ever a hot dog shortage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there's a hot dog shortage. You know, there's a hack of using the baby hot dogs. <laughs> um, and then we also played like a like sniff, like a diaper with like chocolate in it. Different and, types of and, chocolate. You know, guess the chocolate. Did you I, get I was that terrible right? at that as well. I got one. I got the mint one. There's like a okay. mint chocolate. Like York or something. I think it was like the ones that... Junior mints. I don't know what it's called, but it was... The ones that come out of restaurants. Oh, Andy's mint. Andy's, yes. Yeah. There you go. Why do I suddenly know all the mints? Well, I just, I labeled mint chocolate, and I'm like, uh, that comes out of restaurant. I didn't know what it was called, but they gave me credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other ones I got completely wrong. I got Reese's wrong somehow. Wow. I don't know how I got that wrong, and then the Kit Kat should have been obvious, but... Why would that be obvious? Because you, it's, you can use your eyesight, too. Oh, it's that's more right. just okay. smelling. So you should be able to see it like broken up. Little it, clumps of whatever. Yeah, because Kit Kats are, yeah, they're solid. Yeah. But yeah, I, I struggled with that. But all in all, it was a fun, fun baby shower to go to. And uh, I can say I've been to a baby shower. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. A lot are, of experience gained. Are you excited week. about that? Yeah, yeah. Now I know what to expect at the next baby shower. <laughs> Anyways, uh, how was your week, Mary? Good, yep. So we moved and then also we found out that the second story of our house is being built. Mm, so that's very yes. exciting. They're going to finish framing in the next few weeks and then put in on the roof, uh, the siding, the windows. Uh, it's coming together. We're not going to live in this apartment for very long. So just living out of bins for the next like five, six months, however long it takes till the house is done. <laughs> but also this apartment is big. I feel like in the crazy part is the house is going to be over twice as big as this apartment. And we already think this apartment's huge. It's like 885 square feet, 
<laughs> and I'm like, wow, how is, like, we have so much, like, space. Yeah, I think this is the longest I've ever had to walk from my bathroom to my sofa <laughs> in this apartment. Uh, you know, my, my previous apartment was a studio apartment, so if you didn't... Well, well, everything was in with like 10 so steps of each other. Everything was within 10 steps of each other. Yeah, the bed was within 10 steps of like the oven. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, this is nice. And I have to say, you know, you do a nice job. You know, this is the first time I'm living with a bunch of plants since... You well, know, you had one plant. I had one plant. But, Actually, you had two, but you, you killed know, one. You know, I, yeah, that's true. I did kill one, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, moving in with you bringing all the plants, you know, it certainly adds a lot, a lot of life to... Yeah. That I've, I, this is more lively than I've ever lived in. <laughs> well, yeah, because everything where you have lived, you don't put anything up ever. I mean, we don't even, we're not even putting anything up, but just the plants bring life. They does. To the it apartment. Does. And they're real, so they bring oxygen too. So, yeah. There you go. Added bonus. So, uh, not this weekend, but the first Gonzaga game of the WCC tournament was on Monday because we got, I think, three buys in a row because mm-hmm. we were the number two seed. So we were in the automatically in the semifinals, that was which is nice. Uh, we were playing USF, and um, it was honestly a little closer of a game than I, you know, anticipated it being. I was hoping that we could just kill them and not have to worry too much. But uh, the game before uh, this game was. Uh, BYU versus St. Mary's. Yes, that was the exciting game. Honestly. That one was extremely <laughs> close. And also, it's kind of sad because that was uh, BYU's last game in WCC before they leave. And it was extra sad slash awkward because they were about to lose. And the announcers were like, well, 10 years ago, BYU came into this conference and they thought they were going to shake things up. And they never even won WCC tournament. Yikes. Uh, but I have to do. I have to say they did come back. They were down by twenty six, um, and they came back to about six, I think. So they really yeah. did make it come back. It was close. They just ran out of time. Yeah, like you said, St. Mary's built a huge twenty six point lead, and then all throughout the second half, they just slowly got it closer and closer and closer. But they basically just ran out of time at the end. And but it was still really exciting. We're like, oh my goodness. This one, we might be witnessing something crazy here. Yeah. But, yeah, they ran out of time. And with that loss, that was their last game at the WCC conference. Which is kind of sad because winless. they were... Winless. Well, championship Championshipless. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, I mean, Gonzaga maintained the lead the entire game against USF. But um, when there was 12 minutes left in the second half, uh, USF came within two so, you know, we almost lost that lead. So it wasn't like we were dominating the entire time. Right. But we maintained a pretty healthy lead, like, the rest of the time. Uh, Drew Timmy was inching closer and closer to beating the Gonzaga scoring record, but did not do it during this game. He had five points left to go, so we were pretty confident he could do it uh, in the game after. But anyways, the game against USF, the final score was 84-73. to 73. Um Anton Watson had a very good game. Um, it was nice to see other players having good games besides Timmy. Yes. Um, and so did Ben Gregg. He got quite a bit of uh, playing time as well. Yeah, Julian got 15 points. Ben Gregg got 12. You know, like you said, Anton Watson got 20. Timmy got 17. So that's that's pretty well-rounded. You know, that's four players that, you know, get over, you know, in double figures. So... 
that is the type of basketball that we want to be playing. And lo and behold, when we play, you know, team basketball, we usually win. So, and like you said, ending this game, Timmy came within five points of the record. So going into the next game, we're, we're like, up oh, here, it's good, it's coming. Yeah. So, so I mean. The next game was against uh, St. Mary's on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and this was kind of a blowout. I mean, I didn't know though. I was kind of a little yeah, nervous. Yeah, I was nervous you know, as well. We lost by eight points the first time we played them earlier in the season, and then most recently we played them again, and um, we won by nine points. Mm-hmm. So honestly, very evenly matched, um, and so didn't know quite what to what to expect. Uh, St. Mary's was the number one seed in the tournament. We were number two, and I was pleasantly surprised that we dominated them. Yeah, we did a pretty good job. We jumped out to a first half lead of 37 to 19. Mm-hmm. So that's almost a 20 point lead at the end of the first half. Which is crazy. Which is really good. It's it's so hard to come back in basketball like especially when the other teams intentionally you know like wasting time and yeah. you know playing out the, the remainder of the clock um yeah so we scored 37 points in the first half we scored 40 in the second half they scored 32 in the second half so it ended with a score of 77 to 51 so we we basically won by like over 20 points 26 points uh total so that's we extended our lead a little bit into the second half and then most importantly, of course, Timmy scored 18 points, and with doing that, he became Gonzaga's all-time leading scorer. And he only played 20 minutes, too. He only played half the game. Yeah, yeah. So 18 points and 20 minutes is pretty good. Uh, yeah, really good. Um, what's, I'm trying to remember what exactly the numbers are, but the total points that Timmy had. But either way, he became Gonzaga's official uh you know, points leader total. Oh, I have it right here. So with scoring uh, 18 points, it gave him 2,210 for his career. And Frank Burgess, Burgess, hopefully I didn't mispronounce that. Sorry, Frank. Yeah, sorry, Frank. uh, Previously had the record of 2,196. And that was from, although this was from 1958 to 1961 that was a long time ago three seasons though in three seasons so he did that in three seasons so which is crazy that no one else has beat that record in in four seasons yeah so he must have been getting a lot of points back in the day honestly it's probably for the best that timmy doesn't come back because then it would just kind of diminish this uh record and accomplishment because it's like oh he played for five years um but i mean four years that's acceptable that's the normal amount of years that a college basketball player plays and so you know you can't be like oh he only beat the record because he played extra seasons um it's fair and square anyone could beat this record in in the future uh and it's pretty cool like it's pretty impressive that he did that and we witnessed history (laughs) yes we did um and then coming up is march madness uh so we automatically get to go to the big dance because we won uh, the WCC championship, mm-hmm. um, and several other teams have already punched their ticket as well. Selection Sunday is this coming Sunday on the 12th, uh, and so we will be doing a SAS Stories and Sarcasm bracket as we have in the past, so we'll talk about that next week. Um, but this is our 25th year in a row going to 
the WCC or going to the uh, March Madness, yeah, NCAA tournament. Uh, so, yeah, we were what we were four years old last time. There's three or four years old last time Gonzaga didn't make it to the tournament, and that means all the students pretty much at Gonzaga were not even alive their entire lives. Gonzaga has been going to the NCAA tournament. Uh, but you know, we just watched the end of the UNC game, right, right? And you were saying that they might not even make it to the tournament. Yeah, this year's been very competitive. And UNC was the runners up last year. They went all the way to the final, and this year they've been really struggling. Uh, just I think it's just because the level of play in all the conferences has risen a bit. You know, we struggled a, a tiny bit. You know, we lost to LMU, but they. They basically only won fifty percent of their games in the the conference, and they're they're teetering on the edge. It remains to be seen. They're not for sure in the tournament, and we'll have to see how you know, you know where traditionally strong teams rank in this the new bracket for this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe Gonzaga is going to come in as a three seed, four probably. at the worst, probably, maybe even better depending. But three is probably what's expected. So that's pretty good. We'll take that. Yeah. It's honestly, sometimes when we're number one seed, it's just like a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Like what, a few years ago when you're undefeated in the number one seed and they're just, I mean, there's always a lot of pressure on them, I'm sure, but it's just like, we have to be perfect. I mean, obviously you have to be perfect in the tournament to advance, but just to keep going and never lose a game uh, all season. And then at least we've already had some losses under our belt, quite a few, honestly, this season more than normal. Yes. Uh, so hopefully that means that we just won't have any more for the rest of the season. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, we're coming into the tournament looking really good. I, I was Saint very Mary's impressed. is also a ranked team, and we did a lot of... We beat them by a lot. We It was a really good game. Are any other WCC teams, do you think, are going to be in the tournament? Uh, I think the... St. Mary's it, might. It, well, it's, St. Mary's definitely is, because they're in the top 25. Mm-hmm. So it's Gonzaga, St. Mary's, and I think the third best team was BYU... Uh, BYU or LMU, and I don't think either of them are going to make the tournament. So it might just be the two of us. Uh, the third best team in the WCC, Santa Clara. Santa Clara, see, which I, is crazy. I, mean, I didn't, I know, didn't that. Even know that. You see, but exactly. We, I didn't know that. So because they we... definitely probably are not making. I mean, I don't. I don't know, but for sure, Gonzaga and St. Mary's will be representing the WCC. Gonzaga and St. Mary's both had a fourteen and two conference record, uh, and then Santa Clara had eleven and five. Uh, and then, you know, obviously goes down from there. Yeah. Ooh, Pepperdine only won two conference games this year. That's right. Better than Portland a few years ago, and they That's won rough. zero conference yeah. games. Obviously, people that go to Pepperdine are not there to play basketball. No, they're there to go surfing and go to the ocean. Exactly. And look they're not the there view. to sweat and, uh, you know, struggle. <laughs> it's a very weights. nice campus, though. <laughs> yes, they're there to enjoy the sun. Yes. Shopping online can be a real hassle. You have to jump from tab to tab comparing prices and trying coupon codes to make sure you're getting the best deal. Let me introduce you to Honey, the world's most popular money-saving app and browser extension. I use Honey all the time. Whenever I'm about to check out online, I click the button and it finds me the best coupon code available and instantly applies them to my cart. Honey is totally free. In fact, the only thing it can do is save you money. Get the Honey browser extension by going to sassstorysarcasm.com slash honey and start saving some money today. In other news, we, you know, chat GBT, I feel like has been in the news constantly. 
Uh, we watched like a 60 minutes like segment that my dad sent me uh, about Microsoft's take on chat GPT and how it was like kind of becoming too human-like mm, in some ways. Right. They had to like restrict it uh, and restrict the number of times that someone could go back and forth with it because it was like, I don't know. So Salesforce owns Slack and they announced recently that they are going to integrate chat GPT into Slack um, to help you craft replies to your coworkers in seconds. Uh, so supposedly, I mean, it's not available for everyone yet, but you can click a three dot icon in a thread and then hit like draft reply. And instead of typing out a response to your coworker, um, it will, it can draft out a reply for you. I don't think it will just automatically send, hopefully not. Uh, now I need to be able to like review these yes, things. Yes, you need to be able to review what's going to be sent out before it's sent. Yeah, but yeah, you can have it type up a message. But I mean, but what's the point though? If you're going to have it type up a message and then you have to go back and revise it, I would rather just type up the thing myself. I also I also feel like I'm smarter at my job than a computer is. Like, oh, okay. I know what's going on fully. Like they only know what's going on within the computer, but like mm. I know what's going on like strategy wise, unless they're listening to my Google Meet meetings as well. I know all that knowledge. Yeah. That's the only way that they would know the same amount as me. Uh, they probably I mean they're obviously listening to that too. But see, see, for me this probably would be very useful. I mean for at least a certain percent of Well my you emails. say that like on uh, Google on Gmail sometimes you just do the automatic replies. Like, yes, yes, sounds good yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But those are like so basic. This yes, is supposed to be like yes. the next level up. Well, so some of my some of my emails are very technical, and I have yeah. to say terminology that AI wouldn't know unless they. I mean, they know brain. it unless they unless they had access to all the information, which which they don't yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I certainly use the Outlook. Uh, email feature where basically if you get a request or something is asked in the form of a question in the email you're sent mm-hmm. you can give Those it very auto-generated basic. responses where it's like yep sounds good or i'm on it or great but those are like just so basic <laughs> and like, this sometimes is i'm be... like eh, you know what i'll just let them know that i read the email so i'll click one of them and then i'll send them there their way so yeah my job we primarily communicate via slack uh but i also feel like like I said, I would rather just type up my few sentences myself than have to go back and revise it. And like, I don't know. It's also like part of my job. Like, I don't need AI to do my job for me and reply to my coworkers. Those are grammar mistakes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just well, of course it's not like not ChatGPT isn't always right either. Yes, that's true. And and you're you're a good typer. We actually just recently did a typing test. Yeah, Brian challenged me to a typing test for some reason, even though he knew I was a faster typer. And then we did like a one minute. I just test. I just like propping you up, Mary, making you feel good about yourself. Well, you, but then you felt bad about job. yourself. That's my job. But okay? then you felt bad about yourself because then I was like, let's do another one. Like we did the easy the easy typing. That's test. That's true. I then tried to do I tried to do one minute easy <laughs> typing test, and Mary continued to keep going for like 10 more typing tests well we did a bunch of them more together and i beat you in all of them and then i was like okay and you're like how is this possible i remember a few years ago you were you texted elise and i and we're like oh my what is your uh typing skills i do like what was it like 65 words a minute something yeah and we both were like oh ours is like 80 or like 78 or something like that and you're like what how is that possible i thought i had one of the fastest 
<laughs> you were like trying to show off, and then we're like, that's not that impressive. No, no, it definitely isn't. But anyways, like, yeah, I think I, I mean, obviously AI can think probably faster than I can, but uh, I don't know. I just feel like then I have to just go back and edit it, and I'd rather just do it right the first time and then send it to my coworkers. Yeah. But, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how this develops. Like, ChatGPT just became available to the public in November, so it's such a new tool. Um, I'm sure it'll get refined over the you know. The you can years. teach it things. Like, yeah. when it gets something wrong, you can just reply and be like, no, that's not correct, or, like, I wouldn't, you know, that's not what it's supposed to be like, and then it learns, obviously. Mm. Also, um, ChatGPT is only up to date with news till like mid 2021 so if you ask it like more current events it doesn't always know so again like i i would rather just respond myself but it is interesting to see um it'll be interesting to see how it evolves within the workplace uh i just don't know like is it just are we just gonna have artificial intelligence having my coworkers and i just never having to type to each other again that'd like, be so that's good lovely. enough yeah yeah i mean I have gone back and forth with a coworker where we it started off with a real email and then we replied like ten times back and forth with the automated response. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds, yeah, good. sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yep. Yep. On it. Yep. <laughs> so. Well, it sounds really productive. It was productive. It actually was. <laughs> no. Uh, but yes, that, that that is that is certainly an interesting news story that you found with ChatGPT being integrated into you know services now. Yeah. Brian uh, wrote a International Women's Day poem using Chat GPT yesterday. Yeah, and I sent it to you. Yeah, I'm like, then this I was is like, very thoughtful of me. And then I was like, this you didn't write this. Like, this does not sound like you at all. Yeah, it was very like, elegant. Yeah. It was too elegant. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it said something like, you inspire me, and you're like, Psh, that's yeah, not yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't write that. Maybe you think it, but you would never write that. Yeah. This is obviously Chat GPT. <laughs> at least I, can, I know the difference. Like, and I'll know the difference between Chat GPT and you writing. Yes. Uh, but also, here is another thing that I'd be able to tell the difference between. Uh, there's a new. <laughs> this is a good, good transition, oh, honestly. No. Um, so uh, this has become very popular lately um, on TikTok and Instagram, and I think just in general, there's this new demand for uh, signature services. So there's like calligraphers and like graphic designers. You can pay, and they will create a new signature for you and like come up with templates and have you practice it if you don't like your signature now sometimes brian for signature just writes out his name i italicize it yeah i italicize my name it's not cursive it's just my name with a little slant in it brian (laughs) with uh accent on the i and ramaswamy with an accent on the i again yeah that's making it fancy (laughs) yeah and yeah it's all and it's sometimes it's just like written out but it's italicized now you told me that you actually have thought about uh, paying for this service. Well, not specifically this service, but a service. A service. I get. I have gotten like social media ads, oh, so probably I'm... targeted towards me <laughs> specifically, probably because it hears you mocking my signature so much, and it's like this. This kid needs some help. <laughs> and anyways, yeah, it's a. It's like a session where they provide certain signatures for you, and you can just trace over it till you get it, or you create it with them. Uh, you know, there's different levels, but yes, a professional signature is something that could certainly help me out. <laughs> How would it help you? Like, well, it made me feel fine. better about myself when I'm like signing important things. 
So there's this uh, woman named Priscilla in L.A. who charges between $10 to $55 per signature, and she does a minimum of 300 custom signatures a month. Um, And there's several other people who are also doing this, which is kind of crazy to think. But there is the fact that people are like, because these are all becoming more, I mean, each one's unique, but becoming less handwritten and more like, professional calligrapher written Mm -hmm. would it be easier for frauds to replicate these signatures just because you're you know everyone's handwriting is a little different everyone's signing their name you know very differently but then if they're oh they're all coming out of a template if they're coming out of a template yeah i mean i'm sure that each one is unique to a point but again it's the same calligrapher they can only do so much it's the same graphic designer they can only do so much and so yeah it's going to come back as this girl forging hundreds of signatures right (laughs) yeah so it's just kind of interesting to think about and how many people are that's crazy that this one person gets 300 requests a month i didn't know there was that many people who were disappointed so disappointed in their signature that they want to pay to get a better looking signature, especially when like all the things that we've been signing for our house and for everything digital. Is, has all been on DocuSign or digital. So it's like, who even needs a signature anymore? I would be so happy if the signature went away. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I barely even write with a pen anymore. So like when I write thank you notes or write anything for long periods of time, my hand hurts because I'm just not used to it. I used to type up thank you notes and just send them, <laughs> which is less personalized. I still sent a couple of them, but some of them I just typed up. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, it's, you know, less and less handwriting is needed overall, but then there's a drive for people wanting a better signature. It just, either you like, for an e-document, you either just have a random font that they pick for you, or you, you know, use your trackpad and write your name that way and it never turns out well and also it doesn't matter most of the time yeah that's true i mean people aren't like signing checks anymore you know and you know there's very few things where you physically have your signature shown like i guess your driver's license and maybe the back of a credit card but you don't have your credit card around too much It'd be driver's license and credit card that's... Well, no one's looking at your credit card because you're swiping it. You're never handing your credit card Nobody's looking at the back of it. It's like, oh, is this signature valid? (laughs) Um, So these people are saying that you can... If you practice the signature that they give you 15 to 20 minutes a day for about three days, then you should be good. Um, It depends on how much effort you're putting into learning your new signature. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I just feel like I'd revert back to myself because I've been signing my name the same way probably since I learned cursive pretty much in third grade. I mean, it's just gotten messier and messier. Yeah, I think somewhere down the line, like I was taught cursive in third grade, but somewhere down the line, I just stopped practicing it. So I slowly just lost it. And then I'm like, oh, I got to pretend this is cursive. So I write my name italicized. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's a fun fact. Yeah, no, now people are just going to copy your signature. They're going to italicize your name. And yeah, call it it's good. very easy. Very easy to copy. <laughs> yeah. And just, it's just crazy what people are spending their money on. If they care that much about their signature, I mean, 10 to $55 is quite a bit, but a lot of these other people are charging like $200. Well, I think a lot of people are nowadays are like very into their own brand. Yeah, right? I guess their that's digital true. Digital brand and their professional brand. Like there's a lot of like, 
you know, like side hustle culture yeah. out there. It's where, all on the internet. people need to pay for, you know, <laughs> what the, their life expense, expenses are. So, you But know. it's all on the internet, though. It's like, it's But it's so a good investment, paper. like $50 for a, a cool signature. Like, Are I'm you like, going to do it? Not now, but, you know, maybe down the line, you know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'll try to find a free one where I just find a... A free one is called a font. Yeah, I'll, I'll just find I'll find a font I like and then I'll trace over the font. Comic Sans. Yeah, or <laughs> Times New Roman. No, no, that's terrible. <laughs> I Also, it'd be hard to replicate in a quick manner. You'd be there for like five minutes writing your name out in Comic Sans, which Comic Sans are... Uh, or or if I'm like signing a professional document, I bring like the stencil. Like, all right, hang on. <laughs> They'll be like, "What are you doing?" I mean, just get a stamp. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what they should have. They should have a stamp where you can like stamp your thumbprint or something. No, I mean like you get you sign your name and then you make it into a stamp and just stamp it on all the papers. I mean that's essentially what you're doing on a DocuSign. I mean that's what they did in the old days where people had like their rings, their professional like a ring with like their sigil on it. That's true. And they put like heated wax to close a letter or whatever. Yeah, but, wax seal. Yeah. Huh. Maybe we'll go back to it. I don't think I'll so. I'll just put a strand of my hair on the document, but that's me. You need to keep every strand that you can. <laughs> I do, I do. So <laughs> no one's getting my hair. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's all we have for this week. So we'll talk to you next week and get ready to watch March Madness. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, me too. And again, we'll uh, talk about the bracket challenge next week once you can actually do it. Yep. So everyone have a great week. Bye. Bye.